Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. The first thing I want to talk about is the national car test. Uh, driving tests and national car testing, the NCT tests are not likely to return anytime soon. That's a very vague thing to say, isn't it? According to the Transport Minister, Shane Ross, driving tests have been suspended indefinitely since April uh, to stop the spread of COVID-19. Now, the word indefinitely sounds very infinite, doesn't it? Uh, the validity of the driving licences and NCT certificates has been extended under the COVID-19 emergency issues. But Shane Ross said on the issue of driving tests and when it is going to happen, I think that it is reasonable to speculate uh, that will probably be fairly late in the day. And because obviously drivers are going to have to be sitting with a tester beside them in the car. I think the reality is the driving tests are very difficult to introduce under social distancing because the space between the tester and the driver is too close. Anything that comes into that category will be very hard, and that includes the NCT test. The minister went on to say, we will be guided uh, about both of the tests by the National Public Health Emergency Team, but don't hold out too much hope about driving tests coming back very early. Now, the independent uh, Kerry TD, Danny and Michael Healy-Ray, asked when the driving tests and NCT tests would resume, as many of his younger constituents cannot get jobs without driving licences. And of course, this is going to be, uh, in about two months' time, there's going to be a lot of, you know, moving around. People who are in jobs might be going to new jobs. People who are out of a job are going to be looking for a job. So everybody's going to be job hunting probably in the next two or three months. And I'm going to be speaking to Danny Healy Ray in a moment. But before I do, I want to get your thoughts on the situation. Some people have suggested that those on learner permits who have already done their 12 lessons, which is mandatory nowadays, should be given some sort of temporary amnesty. Do you remember we did that many, many years ago? Would you be in support of that? Or do you think that would be a crazy idea? Wouldn't be the first time in history we did it, by the way. In 1979, anywhere between 25,000 and 50,000 driver licenses were given out to those who had never even taken a test. Never even had a lesson. Or in my mother's case, she's long since gone. But in saying that, she had a driver's license and never sat behind the wheel of a car. Not even did she not have a lesson. Of course, you know, obviously there's huge speculation around, around what's going to happen. Uh, there is a big backlog at the moment. And at the time, there was a big backlog, and that's why they did it. There had been a lengthy postal strike and no applications at the time, back in 1979, um, and no one could receive posts, and not many had telephones back in those days. Uh, two years to get one installed, of course. I remember 1979 paying th- uh, waiting three years to get a, a phone installed in our house. So tests could not even be arranged by phone as they would nowadays. So I want to know what you think. Today I wanted to talk about the driving test and ask, should those on learner permits be given a temporary amnesty driving licence until testing is back up and running again? Because after all, it's not your fault you can't do the test. It's the government's fault. They're the ones making the decisions and rolling the ball at the moment. Let me know what you would think. Uh, should there be an amnesty for people who are waiting for a driving test who've already done all of their lessons? Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-008. And on the line is TD Danny Healy-Ray. Good afternoon to you, Danny. Good afternoon, Noel. Nice to talk to you again. How's things in that wonderful part of the country? Well, it's a massive day here in Kerry, it is. Oh, it is. And how are the yeah. people of Kerry getting on, by the way, with the social distancing and the lack of employment uh, and businesses falling apart at the seams? And how's it's a it? very strange, tough time for everyone. You know, there's every category, young and old and in between, are affected with this yeah. uh, virus. Island is a serious, very serious uh, happening in uh, right around the world, not alone Kilgavan. I know, I know. But but you guys rely on tourism a lot, and that's going to be badly affected well, this uh, summer. The, the county is actually shut down. Yeah, oh, it is. It's it is. Total, desolate, desolate, totally desolated, and there's no bus moving, there's no uh, 
any creed or description uh, that I know about anyway in yeah. any Patrick Kerry. Yeah. Oh, well, hopefully, we'll, hopefully by the end of next month on the second phase, we might get a few hill walkers back in there again anyway, at least. But look, um, you know, the last time we, we had an amnesty was back in 1979. Um, I know it's a mess at the moment, and you're calling on the Minister for a bit of clarity in relation to this. Well, but, yes, and I suppose, Noel, what I should have called for yesterday was a temporary amnesty, because when I had this reply, I th- when I asked the question, I had hopes that maybe they would do something, or that they had something in the pipeline, but I see now that they haven't. But um, clearly, we need to have uh, some sort of a temporary amnesty to tie these youngsters over. Youngsters now who have uh, done that theory test, have done all their lessons, and are ready to get on the road, and every day is a year to them, because many of them in rural places like Kerry, they, they can't get anywhere without their parents going with them now as it is or some family member, and that's not possible. Now, I know I, I know, many people have scuppered the thoughts of that because we did it, you know, we all remember the, the amnesty when Charlie Hawhey was around in 79. But, of course, in those days, people didn't do the mandatory lessons that they have to do nowadays. Well, you see, what I'm calling for now is a temporary amnesty until we get back to doing the driving test again. And I think that's only fair and reasonable to, give the, the, to allow these people... And, I mean, there isn't much traffic on the roads or anything, and they won't be like there was for a long time. And just, like, there's young girls and young boys want to get going on their own car to go to work, and, and, and we, we, we want that. But just take the farmers and the farmers' sons and even daughters uh, who have turned 16, and they would be a massive help to the, fa- the, the, the family if they were able to drive the tractor. And the law is that you can drive a tractor with a provisional license once you become the age of 16 and once you have the theory test done. And we have been told that, um, that you can apply for the provisional license online on the 20th of May. But you see, there's a problem. You have to have a personal services card to apply online for the provisional practice <sighs> driving license. And you can't get one of them at the moment. You can't. It's not pas- possible. So I'm asking and I asked the minister that and he didn't specifically answer that he said he'd write us with the questions he didn't answer uh, by the way what, by the way Danny what do you think of these public service cards now I know there's a huge amount of um, I suppose consternation around them at the moment the data protection officer obviously doesn't believe they're legitimate and the government are fighting I mean there's a row going on there between the two of them at the moment and even the European um, Council have said that they shouldn't uh, they're not legitimate we shouldn't be forcing people to get them for example for getting a driver's licence or a passport or anything uh, else I should know it's ridiculous when you when you see young Philip and like I, I was I was like him at one time. I wanted to get on the road with the tractor. Yeah. He bought a little machine for for rowing in silage and he gave four thousand euros for it. And I'd like to see that young fellow getting going and there's only so many weeks in the season like and and, and to think now that he may not be able to get going this year. That's that's like Terrible to him and to Absolutely. many others. By the way, like, by the way, Johnny, do you remember your first car? What was it? Well, I, I remember my first car that I paid for my I was driving my father's cars up until then was a, a Morris Oxford. A Morris I, I Oxford. What year was that? But in the late nineteen fifties. No, no, <laughs> no I'm, not, I'm not that old. I can remember the number of it, where I can't remember the number of my own cat today. HLI 375, I said it was around 1970. Yeah, I was, I was joking, I was and, joking with you. 
<laughs> I bought it for two hundred and seventy pounds, you know, and I I wouldn't call it my uncle when I got. My my, I found the receipt in my father's house. He passed away there about three or four years ago, and I found the receipt in his house for his first car. It was a Morris Minor, and he paid brand new for the car seven hundred and forty nine pounds, brand new in nineteen fifty seven. So that was that was his. It's just astonishing to see that the cost of cars in those days. But getting back to the driver's license, so you believe there should be a temporary amnesty for those who are maybe on a provisional license who want to move to a full license, or those who have no license and need to get a provisional license uh, so yeah. they can drive the tractors, particularly on the fields. And and obviously you're talking about the the other licenses for uh, young people who want to go to work. But what about uh, we talked the other day about the Clancy Amendment to the legislation last year, which means that um, a driver cannot drive on a provisional license without having a qualified driver with them. Uh, do you believe that that should be done away with for the moment as well? Because it's very difficult to get your 70-year-old mother to drive with you when she's cocooning at the moment. And I'm well, sure those young people are having problems doing that. Look, I made, I made and I others did as well, a strong case for not to bring in that regulation. I don't think it is necessary, especially with the, uh, doing your, uh, the, the theory test and doing all the lessons being a requirement. I think there's no necessity for that ruler regulation at all and is that impacting so severely on uh, families in rural Ireland you mightn't understand it uh, Niall or maybe the people uh, your nearest listeners may not understand it but I do it is a savage requirement on, on, on youngsters and I mean look I won't rehashing go rehashing uh, the, why it was brought in and all that but I felt it was uh, unfairly and unnecessary, and, and I, I'd have no problem in the world in calling for a, revoking that requirement because I, I, I t- like all youngsters must get a chance in life, and, and certainly if they don't behave or if they so And like, we could fit uh, different things, speed limiters and different things to the car, and there's so much you can do now. Of course, yeah, we can, we, can be, we can be a lot more diligent about young people driving cars now than we could 20 or 30 years ago. Okay, so we're getting back briefly to the driving test. So you believe the minister should basically turn around and say, listen, for those who are on, you know, your final temporary licence or provisional licence, as we used to call it in those days, learner permit nowadays, um, or those who don't have a driver's licence and have done their theory test, have done their lessons, you believe they should be given a licence on an amnesty, um, uh, you know, on a temporary basis because, yes. of, because of COVID-19. Clearly, and I, I'm calling for that, and, and I'm asking the government to, to, to look at it seriously because it's going to, I mean, young, day, young days don't come again, and, and youngsters need to get every chance to get bogged, and if they have a job, and I know several of these now, and, and they, they won't get anyone to drive them. But, see, the the argument, but the argument, Danny, is, is that 50% of people who go for a driving test, probably more than 50%, actually fail it. And, and the reason they fail it is because they're not good enough to drive. So in four or five years' time, if you've got people who had an amnesty or got a driver's licence through an amnesty situation, I understand the times that there are, you know, it's a very unprecedented times. People are going to say, well, we're going to have loads of unqualified drivers, possibly dangerous drivers, going around on the road. You know what I'll say to about the 50% of people that, that failed this? If you took all the people that have licences, uh, and are on the road today and legally entitled to be on it. How many of them would pass the oh, test? Oh, yes, most of them. I failed a test. We did, we did a little test, myself and my producer there a while ago, just to see that very question that you're posing. And I've been driving for, I don't know, 40 years. And I failed the test. 
I know, and, and, <laughs> and most likely I would as well. And a lot more like you so. But, I, at, but at least we've been through the whole thing because it's a fair, well, look, it can be an unfair system, but unfair for everybody at the same time. Yeah, look, um, I, I, to say to me today that, that, that all those people on a provisional licence and, and who have their lessons done and all that, that, that half of them are going to fail, that does not say that they're not able to drive. I mean, they, they, doing the test is a serious thing, like, and you can fail for so many little trivial reasons. Oh, I know, I know. And, and, and that, that's a, a dis, uh, that means you fail. But I, I, I don't subscribe to that. I think when you have the lessons done and the, 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 the theory test done, that they're at least, it's much better than back in the years when they got a total amnesty. Give them a temporary amnesty for now. And look, we need to get the country moving in oil. That's it, right? All right, well, listen, thanks very much indeed. All right. Stand still, and we must do everything we possible to get the country up and running. to serious now. All right, well, listen, Danny Healy, right? Thanks very much indeed, and I appreciate you coming on the air today. All right, well, look, something has to be done. Obviously, I mean, Danny is right that something has to be done. We can't just leave it on the long finger. Although a lot of people might disagree with him about an amnesty of any sort. Uh, But he is calling on Minister Shane Ross to bring in some sort of amnesty for those who don't have a license or those who have a provisional or temporary license or temporary learner permit um, to um, give them a license on an amnesty because of the current circumstances whereby they can't do a test. You know, but look. This is all going to change. See, everybody's all getting worked up and panicked, and I understand that. You know, we're in the middle of a crisis, and the cri- I was only talking to somebody this morning about this. You got to understand this crisis in Ireland, for example. Forget about globally, right? Globally, it happened in the space of two days. You know, Leo Varadkar that day in Washington stood up on that podium and announced the schools were closing, and then within days we had pubs closing, we had businesses closing, we had all sorts of things happening. All within the matter of two or three days, the country closed down. Our world was turned around. And with the news that's coming out on a daily basis, and I mean on a daily basis, just this morning, for example, in the United Kingdom, they're talking about a brand new test, which tests for antibodies, and it's 100%, 100% successful and tests people in five minutes. They've just ordered millions of these new tests, whereby they will be able to give people immunity passports, so to speak. So in other words, if they test you, you've already had it in the last three months, you'll get an immunity passport because they do believe. Now, at the moment in relation, that question keeps getting asked by other people, can you get it a second time? The answer to that is no, you can't. But the problem with it is, is we only have three months worth of data because this virus has only been with us three months. So they don't know how long that immunity lasts. So that immunity could only last a month. It could last three months. Well, they know it lasts three months because they don't have any positive tests from people who've already had before. But like, for example, in SARS, they know in SARS immunity lasts three years. And with the flu vaccine, they know it lasts a short period of time, probably about eight or nine months. So that's why you have to get it a second time again every year. So they don't know how long the immunity lasts. That's the problem they have currently with the research in relation to can you get it a second time. That's why it's sketchy. Um, But in saying that, it will allow people to go back to work. And they're doing this in the UK. So things are changing. There's game changers every day. So maybe, you know, this day, two weeks, we'll be talking about driving tests have started again. Because we've just now realised that, you know, the virus is gone or something has happened or, you know what I'm saying? So everyday things are changing because I can tell you now that social distancing, and I've thought about this really long and hard over the last 48 hours. And this is because this driving test, national uh, car test, is because of social distancing. Because you can't social distance beside somebody sitting, in, sitting beside you in a car unless you put a big screen in your car or something stupid like that. It's not going to happen. 
because business and the economy will never, ever survive that. Past September, which we're all abiding by the rules, past September, it'll never happen. You imagine like Dunn stores and Tesco's and your local bar, your local shop, only allowing 20 or 30% of their customers in the door and everybody else has to queue outside. So in other words, their business is down by about 80%. Dublin bus down by 80%. Lewis down by 80% customers. Do you think all those businesses can survive that? And how long can the government continue to fund it? It's not going to happen. It won't happen. So we have to be realistic about this as well. So don't be all getting too much in a panic and worked up. Things change daily and we'll have new evidence out, you know, as the months go on and as the days go on. And hopefully for the positive. But let me get back to the driving test. According to the Healy race, both of them, by the way, are in agreement. They generally are anyway. That we should have some sort of temporary amnesty and give people a driver's license. Now, they did it back in 1979. As I said, my mother had one and she never sat behind the wheel of a car. But nowadays, things are different. At least those kids have done 12 lessons. You know what I mean? They've done their 12 lessons, so we know they can drive. Whether they can drive well or not is a different kettle of fish. Uh, they might fail or might pass the test. Should we give them an amnesty? If you want to give us a call, uh, the number is 87 That's 87 You can WhatsApp or text. Uh, Peter. How's it going, Noel? Uh, well, Peter, should we should we give people an amnesty? With a with a special uh, pass on it for a, a point, they're allowed one point on a drive home for the Healy Rays. <laughs> they even wanted people to have guns at one stage. <laughs> I tell you, down there, it's like the Wild West in Kerry. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's uh, brilliant. Uh, brilliant. Well, you know what? I have a lot of respect for the Healy Rays. I know people mock them sometimes, right? I have a huge amount of respect because they represent their own constituents. And if every politician represented his constituents as aggressively as the Healy Rays, we'd have a much happier country. Ah, big time. Yeah. It's parish, what they got a parish pump politics. That's it. And that's the politics that last, the ones that cared about the people, yeah. not the pocket. So they don't care what anybody else thinks. As long as that's what their constituents want, they'll represent their constituents. That's what it's for. Yeah. And that's, yeah, why, yeah, that's why they've been elected for so many years. They get elected every time. Yeah, get the, get the army in to get rid of the flowers. What was them flowers? Which flowers? Oh, the, oh the, I, I remember, remember that story with the flowers. They wanted to cut, was it the, not the tulips, was it? No. The hydrangeas or something like that. They wanted to cut them all down. That's right. I remember yeah, that. You went to the army to get into the park and cut them all. <laughs> yeah, it's not shooting deer, it's cutting flowers. All right, so Peter, what about an amnesty? Is it a good idea generally? It is. If the, the driving instructor from the the people that so, sat their 12 lessons, if the driving instructor has an input on it, that, right. yeah, this person is well capable of, of driving, you know? There is some people that after a couple of... Um, even after 12 lessons, mightn't be the best of drivers. So there has to be some sort of a... A grading system. Yeah, you, like back then there wasn't as many cars on the road when Charlie Hottie done it, when he was on the back of his, his show jumping horse, whatever he was doing. Or <laughs> <laughs> gun running. Back then there wasn't that many cars on the road. Yeah. And um, it, was, it was a whole different story back then. But what happens, like, the, even down in Kerry, I know a lot of country people and young young fellas are into that sports cars and all. And if people aren't, if they don't communicate with the people that give them the lessons, I think it's a big no. But if they're communicating and the fellow that says, look, they've done 12 lessons and they're capable of driving, well, then give them a license. But the, but the instructor might not remember everybody. Like, you know what I mean? Because you have to remember, it's been two months now since anybody was getting driving lessons. 
I suppose, yeah. I never thought of that one. Yeah, so, I mean, he might... I mean, the instructor probably does, you know, 15, 20 people a day. You know yeah. what I mean? And so he like, he might do, I don't know, 60 people a week. So he, he's... And, you're, and you say to him, do you remember Mary, Do you remember, remember Peter there? He did his lessons with you. Peter, Peter, yeah. Peter. Oh, yeah, the, the holy fella. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Peter. I wasn't bad. Yeah, I can't, I can't really remember, actually. Was he the one that stopped in the middle of the traffic lights? So, I mean... I don't know yeah, whether that would be fair to put that much responsibility on them. Yeah, I understand that as well. But well, you have to start thinking of safety as well in the future. When it comes back around, do you eventually get to take a test? Mm. Or, or what, what happens like down the road in the future? When you see all these ads on the telly, these hurtful ads that you can't even look at, of people dying and all, and you think um, that has a lot to do with it. And so when you think of when everything gets back to normal, or if it gets back to normal, like you have to think of the safety when all every road user is out and about. Then, like, see, I understand what Healy Ray is saying. It's, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's difficult at the moment for a young person who's done his lessons and maybe they need the car for the job, and they've yeah. no way of getting. It's not their fault they can't get a license, but they go out yeah. in the road and the guard stops and says, "Where's your license? I don't have one." And he's done. That's the law. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it is difficult, but then he's saying an amnesty, but who's going to organize, who's going to administrate the amnesty when these offices are closed anyway in the first place? Exactly. And then there'd be people getting abused then. Oh, you got your driving license out the back of a cornflakes box and all. <laughs> but that's what happened in 79. Yeah. There's 25 to 50,000 people. Now, most of those people in this country are quite old now. But yeah. up to 50,000 people got driver's license, full driver's license, who never sat behind the wheel of a car probably. Kellogg's Complex. Yeah, it was great. In those days, there was no photograph on a license and no date of birth uh, on a license. Uh, they were quite vague, the information on a license, and you could get so away we with murder. We only, I, I only got rid of my paper license, I think, about two years ago. Sure, I know. I knew groups of lads who used to drive bikes and they had one driver's license. And you know, and they just shared. They were asked. To, you didn't have to have your license on. You were told to produce it within ten days. Yeah. So if one was asked to produce it, should they just use the license? Should the guard didn't know who he was. You yeah. know what I mean? There's no picture on the license, but there yeah. is now. That's what they all had to change. It was very vague in those days. But let me go to Matt. Matt, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Matt? Hey, how are you? Matt, I un- I understand what Healy Ray is saying. You know, I have no I have no qualm at what he's saying. I don't know whether this is the, the right way to deal with it but or not, because, I mean, it is difficult for young people particularly who are waiting to get a licence and now they can't drive. So what are they going to do? Well, I tell you, Healy Ray, you know, you said it yourself. They pander to their own their own listeners and yeah. that's it. They don't, they, don't, they don't care about the rest of the country. Well, that, well that's their I mean, job, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You have to, you, you, can't, you can't hold that against them, but the thing about it is, have you ever driven around Kerry? Have you ever driven... I mean, Donegal is as bad. Every I've driven as a professional bus driver around Kerry for years. And every second bar in, there's all these skid marks in the road, figure of eight and all this from the little boy. Right? Have you ever go down there for the, 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 the lakes, the, um, what's it, the rally of the lakes? Right, oh, okay. Oh, my God. The guards are overwhelmed with all these little boy racers. And, and then to add unqualified drivers into that mix, are you mad? Right, so you think this would be a disastrous idea? A disaster. Now, I mean, look, if he he made a genuine. Like, I mean, I, I he made he made a good argument for it. In fairness, he did. But my, I would say the best thing to do would be to give the. You know the way they have trackers in their cars. If they want them for work, they right, the tracker starts. Say they start working nine o'clock. Tracker starts for the travel time to work. Then the travel time home, and that's it. Then that's fine. 
But I mean, letting them out on, like on the road. Like a curfew, so to speak. So they can only drive it when they're only to use for work, but not after nine o'clock at night or not for socialising or any other reasons. Absolutely. Until this crisis is over, that's, that's, that's you know what I mean? I mean, here, look... That's a bit un- it's a bit unfair, because it's not their fault they can't get a licence. Yeah, but I mean, these are, these are look, these, these are the, the, the COVID times, you know? Like, this is unprecedented, so... Oh, I love that word. Actually, that has to be... That'll go down in, this year, in, at the end of this year, is the most <laughs> commonly used word. So, uh, the most commonly used <laughs> words will be social distancing and unprecedented times. Unprecedented. Or uncharted territory. That's another good cliche. <laughs> Everyone's using that one as well. Yeah, so look, we've got a government that we shouldn't have. Shane Ross was, wasn't even elected. <laughs> he's not even elected. He won't be the minister. He's just hanging in there by a thread. Yeah, he, he's just waiting to get out of there now so he can write the book about the rest of them. Do don't, you know? uh, by the way, Shane, if you listen, don't cl- close the door after you. Yeah, Yeah. good luck. Yeah, but, well, um, no, he didn't do too well in the elections at all, actually. No. Not to talk. Your people seen and seen through him. People aren't stupid either. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, he could write checks like the rest of them. They're writing checks that they don't care about because... They don't have to suffer the consequences because they'll be gone. Right, so, so but there you go, Peter. Matt thinks this is a disastrous idea and an accident waiting to happen, which it probably yeah. is. And, and not not alone does the little boy racers in Kerry, but the, the road conditions compared to up here yep. are real. Like, I know. I remember. I remember driving Zingle years ago. I swear to God, it's like some I, of the I, roads in Kerry there's more tar and twenty major for God's sake. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I remember it's as bad. I don't know whether you've ever gotten from uh, London to Hollyhead and driven. Um, I can't remember the name of the, the the roads, but I went through Wales, but I went through the scenic route. And oh Jesus, I mean, your heart is in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just think it's never going to get over. It is. It's like the village of the damned. You think it's never going to end. And these roads are just not wide enough for two cars. And you're like 400 foot up a hill or something. Oh, it was crazy. But anyway, you know, I understand what you're saying, Matt. And I agree with you. And I agree with what Peter's saying as well. But I am thinking of the young person, or not necessarily young, we keep saying young all the time, it could be anybody, by the way, who hasn't got a licence and who needs to get one and now can't get one. And I think it's really unfair that they can't drive a car. They might be driving one all along, by the way. Get no, the I came across, Sorry, Matt? I came across a car years ago. It was approaching around the road there and before the motorway was built up in Port Leash. And there was a guy a car in front of me, actually. And this car came around the roundabout um, now, he was slow enough going around it, but he was going around it the wrong way, and he nearly <laughs> hit the guard car. So the guards got out, and he went up to a man, and he said, eh, you know, you're going the wrong way. So they, they, they sorted him out, turned him around, and sent him on his way. And then I was past the guard, and I said, what, the, what, what happened there? He said, ah, he was in his 80s, and so he, he probably got his license, and he never done a test. And I said, yeah, for sure. Five minutes earlier, he could have killed someone, or five minutes later. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I know, I know. And, 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 and the guard just said, ah, sure, here, what can you do? Like, you know what I mean? Did you never? Did your dad never, when he was teaching you to drive, never give you the warning? There's an old cliche: always beware of old man with cap. Did you no, never... I done my test in the army, and I swear to God, if you made a mistake, you got a whack of a of a, of a bar across your knees. <laughs> you never made that mistake. You won't again. do. You won't do it again. All right, I've got to take a break. Keep texting. Keep WhatsApping. The number's 087-188-0008. Would you agree with the Healy Rays? Both Danny and Michael are saying the same thing. They're calling for some sort of amnesty now. Um, uh, in other words, a temporary amnesty uh, by Shane Ross for those who are applying for driving uh, licences and NCTs, um, but particularly driving licences, particularly for those down around the rural Ireland who need to drive the tractors and need to drive the cars to get to work. Because see, unlike a city and all us city dwellers, we're well used to public transport and we don't have a car where there's an option for us. 
uh, you know, if you're living in the middle of nowhere, there's no option for you. It's either you drive the car or you walk. So I want to know, are they right? I can kind of see the point they're making. Should there be an amnesty for people who have already applied or people who have done all their lessons, the 12 mandatory lessons that you must do, an amnesty to get a temporary driver's licence? Zara, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Zara? Hi, how are you? Good. Uh, you're a learner driver. I am, yeah. I So you're on a learner permit. So what, are you on a first permit, second permit? What are you on? Um, it's my first one. Okay, so have you done your te- your lessons? I completed all my 12 lessons and I have already done one driving test. Okay, did you fail that? Yeah. Oh, okay. And what did you fail on, by the way? Um, I It was my own fault because I was so nervous, but I hit the curb going around the corner. Oh, right. Um, but well, at least that's not too bad. Helena, my producer, myself and Helena decided to do the driving test there about six months ago just to see would we pass it, even though we both have a full license. I, yeah. uh, my car cut out of the traffic lights and Helena mounted the footpath. So, so <laughs> and we have full licenses. So, yeah. you know, touching the footpath wasn't too bad. I mean, Zara, a lot of people would do that, particularly if you're a bit nervous. So do you believe that you should be given an amnesty and just given a driver's license? Because obviously you can't do a test now. Well, yeah, like I had a second test booked and obviously it got cancelled because of the coronavirus. Um, but like, you know, I live with my nanny who's in her 60s and like I can't bring her to do her shopping. I can't bring her, you know, to get her medication or anything like that. And I also have um, someone else in my family who is by themselves with three kids who would kind of need someone to bring her shopping as well, you know. And, okay. Like, So it's made life really difficult for you now because you had planned to try and get that driver's license and and you would have had it. What date were you supposed to do it? Uh, The 14th of April. Okay, so you see it would have been passed at all at this stage. Hopefully, yeah. (laughs) All right, and you would have had your full driver's license. So so you think the government, like they did before back in 1979, should just say, well, look, she's already done a test, she's already done her lessons. You know, most likely she's going to pass it again. Yeah, like I'd say, like, definitely look at people who have done their 12 lessons because the instructors do sign off on them so like there is a record that you know the 12 lessons are done and I think they should look and see well they've done one driving test yep. and they should give their licenses depending on what they fail on because obviously don't give it to someone who merely ran them over you well, know of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, or who broke a red light or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. okay I mean touching a step but you know the wheel it was the were you doing the kind of reverse around the corner thing when you did that, or was it? Were you, um, or were you just driving? No, I was just doing the reverse around the corner. Like everything else went fine. And um, he said I actually looked in my mirrors too much, which right, I okay. Think Stuff like that, you can't really win. Oh, well, you probably did that because you were conscious he was watching out for it. And I know most people, yeah. a lot of people, they over, because everybody always says to you when you're going for your test, make sure you look in your mirrors, make sure you look in your mirrors. And then you're yeah. very conscious of it and you keep doing it all the time and you, over, yeah. you overdo it. Okay, yeah. well, well, stay there for a second. Let me just go to John as well. John, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, John? Hi, John. How's it going? You're, oh, hi, <laughs> you're John. I'm not. That's Zara. Yeah. Okay, uh, so Zara was supposed to do her, her second test there back in April, but of course it was cancelled. There, there's no light at the end of the tunnel, John. It doesn't look like, well, the way things stand at the moment, although everything changes day by day, it doesn't look like it's going to happen this year. So what's she supposed to do? Yeah, I'm in a similar position myself. Um, my test was due for the 30th of March, and uh, there's no clarity from the RSA or... Uh, public discourse about whether the tests are going to be going ahead anytime soon it's, it's looking like it's going to be a long wait and I, I'm hearing now that there's a backlog of around 20,000 applicants because 
Uh, in the meantime, even though I was waiting for a test since March, uh, the RSA have continued to process applications. And while originally I would have been looking at a three-week wait for a test, and maybe uh, maybe two to three weeks between tests if I was on the emergency waiting list, yep. um, I'm very concerned now when testing does eventually do, uh, resume that. The, way, uh, the way things stand at the moment, it's probably not going to happen before Christmas. And that's scary for me because... Because, uh, I, mean, my, I, I mean, realistically, when we, if we look at phases and the way these phases are designed in relation to social distancing, you couldn't get more or less social distancing than sitting beside a tester beside you in a car. Yeah, it makes, it makes sense from that point of view because, you know, um, at the end of the day, if, uh, even if the tester and yourself were wearing gloves and a mask... Uh, yeah, I know. Still, yeah, why can't they just do know? that? Yeah, I suppose they could do that, couldn't they? Yeah, well, I think, you know, um, from my point of view, I spent... Um, so my parents, neither of them have cars with small engines, so it wasn't possible for me to get insured under our policies. Um, so I actually had to purchase my own car, which cost uh, upwards of €4,000. And then the insurance policy itself cost upwards of €2,500. Right. Um, so, you know, I was really banking on having the ability to get a full licence and to bring the insurance yeah. down the second time around. But, um, yeah, the prospect of not being able to complete the test and not being able to, to drive. Bring, yeah, I'm gonna, yeah, it could be years and years before I'm able to drive again unless there's a resolution to yeah. it. Zara, um, I mean, Zara, do you have a car? Did you buy a car? Uh, yeah, I bought a car myself, so I have my own car. And I have, like, insurance is out in my name. It was really expensive. It was, like, 3000 for the year. Right. But the cheapest way I could get it was to get one of those boxes in my car. Oh, right. So yeah, I know the ones, yeah. Yeah, like I can't speed, like I'm so, um, but I have been looking at other insurance policies because my insurance is up yeah. in June. Okay. Um, and it is going down a little bit. In are you, and what are you doing at the moment? Are you chancing your arm and driving it at the moment? No, I haven't driven it since, I think, since the, before the lockdown started, definitely. Okay. So, and like my car went dead. Like, the battery went out, so I had to buy a car charger, you know, like... Yeah, yeah, to charge the battery, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you're kind of spending money, like, trying to keep your car maintained. Yeah, you're you driving it up and down the garden just to keep it running. <laughs> I know, yeah. I know, just starting it up every day, and then you have to go down to the garage with a little thing and get petrol for it and put it into it all the time. I know, yeah, it can be... Ver- that, like, you can't even drive down to the garage to put petrol in. No, I'm talking about, you know, you bring your can down to the garage, you, you have to walk oh, down yeah. and bring your can <laughs> down and walk back and fill it up. I know my son has a car in the garden now. He doesn't, um, he hasn't, again, like I think like yourselves, he's on a learner permit and um, he's waiting obviously to get his insurance. He did uh, did all his lessons and obviously he's waiting for his test like everybody else. And he has a car sitting in the garden that his mate bought him for his birthday. Nice mate, huh? His mate bought him for his birthday. Now I have to be honest, I personally don't think the car would make it for me to be. <laughs> but in saying yeah. it, it's sitting there waiting for him to use. So it is a difficult time for everybody um, I don't know whether amnesty is the right thing to do. We did this before and it has been mocked for 20 years. You know, I mean, everybody said it was a mad thing to do at the time. But maybe well, maybe a temporary amnesty where they give you a license, yeah. maybe another sort of, I don't know, a different license or some sort of license just for the time being. Well, even if they just said that, like, learner drivers could drive in their town, you know, locally in their town, if they mm-hmm. needed to bring someone shopping and then just go straight back home, like, I'd be fine with that because... Myself, I'm staying at home anyways. It's just, you know, to bring my nanny shopping. And, and, that, and, and I completely agree with Zara, but the only problem with that, it would be impossible to police that because, you know, how do you prove somebody is only 
doing making the necessary journey, so to yeah, speak. You know what yeah. I mean? I got I got to take a break, and I hope the two of you has managed to get your licenses sorted out. It, it's a really difficult time for everybody because there's lots of difficult things happening at the moment, and everything is delayed, and everything is on the long finger. Uh, we got some WhatsApp audio messages here too that I'd like to just play for you as well. Hold on, let me just stick them on for you. There we go. Uh, what about the idea, Niall, of full uh, liability on the parents' um, license against our insurance? That might make young fellas responsible. Certainly wouldn't let my young fella drive crazily if he, uh, if he was on my insurance policy. Just a thought. Just a thought, yeah. Well, it's not a bad thought. Niall, why don't they give learner drivers something like uh, a driving permit? a two-year or one-year driving permit. And at the end of that time, then they sit their driving test to get their full license. Sounds very simple. Yeah, well, that's, I suppose that's really what we're, they're calling for, is some sort of temporary resolution or solution. I don't think generally people are calling for a full-on amnesty, although the, the Healy Rays are saying a full-on amnesty. I would agree with you that a, a new permit of some description, it wouldn't take long for some clever clogs in, in the, the department to come up with just a new design. It's just a piece of paper, for God's sake, or a card. Um, with a new, you could call it the COVID license, uh, the COVID temporary license that grants you an extended period of time of one year, let's say, to drive without having somebody in the car with you because you've already been through all that um, because it might be awkward for people. So a one-year COVID license, so not an amnesty, a one-year COVID license, and when that expires, then you have to go and do the test and get your full license. That's the idea. Well done, you're thinking like me. Um, Kev says, crisis me, you know what? Me dangly bits. Uh, less than 3,000 people in Ireland now actively have this, yet the hysteria around it will kill far more people through other circumstances. Minuscule percentage of people are getting this, they're, uh, this here and all, and 90-odd percent are fine. Stop the bloody panicking, people, says Kevin and Limerick. Another person says, in 1979, you had to be on your second provision licence before you were entitled to an amnesty, says Nolette. Yeah, but no, let you didn't have to drive or do lessons to get your provisional license. I told you, my mother had provisional licenses before her full license, and she never drove her car in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, flattening the curve, Nile, to the list. Oh yeah, that goes on the list of words for the dictionary this year. Flattening the curve, flattening the curve. Although the latest is they don't want to flatten the curve anymore. That's that's gone. <laughs> You're behind the times. The latest is we want to crush the curve. Crush it. Uh, keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The number's 87 Brian, you're a classic kid. How you doing, Brian? How are you, Niall? Can you hear me, yeah? I am, yeah. You're a taxi driver. I'm a taxi driver. And the week before the lockdown, I bought a new car, yeah? Yep. Got the car MCT'd. Yep. And then the lockdown happened, and now I can't get the car passed out as a taxi. Right. So is there... Have, have the Transport Authority now sort of given some sort of temporary amnesty on that? It can't, it can't get to talk to anybody. I'm ringing everybody and anybody, and they're just sending it to web pages. Now, you know, they, they've closed down the NCT. I'm sure you've done NCTs yourself. Yeah. And there's no contact with anybody in an NCT. You park your car, the guy takes your car, and you get called when your car is finished, right? I think it was an insurance situation, Brian, in the end. It was the staff, basically, if you had the COVID, drove your car in, and then some member of staff has to get into your car that you've just been in. You might have just sneezed yeah. on the steering wheel. Okay. I think okay. that was, I think that, no, don't get me wrong, I don't agree with it, but I think that was the reason why. Okay, but, that, that, that's, but I've done the NCT now, there. Eh? Yeah. All mine is, is a visual inspection. It's called the suitability test, yeah? Right, okay. Where the guy comes out and he looks at the car, it sees any dents in the body. Make sure it's clean. And he rips in the seats. Yeah. It sees clean. You, 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 you open your first aid kit in the boot of the car, he looks into it. 
he doesn't have to touch anything here. Then he asks you to print him a receipt. You print him a receipt, and then he passes you or fails you. That doesn't, it doesn't why, seem. Yeah, it doesn't seem like that should be too much trouble. Yeah, that shouldn't be too much trouble to do. Now, and listen, if I like, I had to, I traded in the old car for a newer car, and I got a hybrid car which is less emissions. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now I've no car. So what are you doing? I can't walk. I'm renting a car because I didn't want to go for the COVID payments. Now we listen to talking all the time about how much the COVID payment is costing us. You know, a the NCT should be back open because there's no contact with you and. and the he, guy that by the way, so, sorry for interrupting. Are you getting much work, Brian? At the moment, is there much work no, out there? No, I'm not. I'm not. But I just, I don't want. I don't want. I've never been on the dole in my life, and I, I never will be. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, good for you. Yeah. But I mean, I can't understand. Like, this is a visual test. You know, there's no equipment needed at all for this test. Yeah. So why why can't they do the test? And just on that, like, if I, if my license expired or I was expiring now, right? And they have it closed. I could continue on because it's closed, right? And I would I'd be able to walk without doing the suitability test, yeah? Yeah. So, like, I'm, I'm buying a better car, a newer car, a, a lower emissions car for my walk. I have taxi insurance and a taxi driver's license. Why can't I just be told? Yeah, I know. It's not, but that's what I'm saying. It's not your fault that this is all yeah, closed. And, and to be honest with you, you're right. If you're describing the suitability test, I'm not familiar with it, but you just described it quite well. I can't see any reason why some civil servant can't come out and have a quick look at your car. And even if they don't want to do it, no. Like, what I'm saying is, if my license expired tomorrow, because they have it closed, they would waive it. I would be able to walk away until the suitability test is back up again. Now, I'm improving my car, buying a better car, a newer car, you know, lower emissions, and I can't get a pass out. Why? And they won't even allow me to drive it until the test opens. And you've, and you've tried ringing them and writing them to them, and, and no I've joy. Wrote, I've, rang, I've rang the NCT, Transport for Ireland, um, the National Transport, you name it, I've read, I know, the Minister of Transport, the Minister of Transport, who is unelected. It's quite elusive at the moment, by the way. Yeah, he's... he's <laughs> you know, making decisions, like... No, 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 no. I, I, I know. I get what you're saying, and Brian. I have to go to somebody else, but I, and I'm running out of time. But I tell you what, I'll do. I'll get Helene to have a look into that. I think it's a very interesting uh, story. There's no reason why you can't have a suitability test. I don't. If they don't have to touch the car, so to speak, really, apart from looking at it and inspect it, they don't have to actually get into it as such. I don't see why it would be an issue or should be an issue. I think a lot of people are using this uh, as an excuse uh, to take time off work. Well, not take time off work to be off work, but particularly those in the public sector because they get paid in full anyway. Uh, Breeder, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Breeder? I'm good, I'm good. Don't I've only got 40 seconds. I've, I've only got 40 seconds, Brina, <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to have to rush you. Yeah, I don't agree with them. They let them drive on their own. Well, if they have their licence uh, applied for and have their lessons done, let them drive on their own like they always did years ago okay. and apply for their test and get their test when it's up. Right, okay. No okay, and what about, say, somebody whose driver's licence has expired and but, is waiting for but, another from one? From what I understand, they have they all they, those learner driver licence for four months. Right, okay. Oh, what about somebody who doesn't have a driver's license and wants to get out and drive? So, I mean, there is a lot of... You can't drive without having your lessons done. Oh, right. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, so, w- so that's why you couldn't... Okay, so what, you, so what you're saying is we should, for the moment, just put a hold yeah. on the Clancy Amendment, which is the one that that forces you to have somebody in the car with you. Yeah, and, and, and give them a, a new license for six months. Right, a temporary license. Yeah, as you said, just have a COVID license six six months and yeah. let them drive on their own and then see how it goes in a six months' time. 
All right, listen. Good idea. Good idea. Thanks, Prita. Lovely to hear from you. By the way, yeah, I see everyone's saying a COVID license. That's my idea. And if anyone takes it, I want to cuss. By the way, I've patented that now. The COVID license. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.